0: Good morning. Welcome back to the broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. And our top story today, tips for going to college as a military veteran. And joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Andrew Bender is with the Shays Veterans Center. Andrew, it's great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning.
1: Thanks for having me. Appreciate the opportunity to talk to you.
0: Yeah, this is a really important topic. And and so many of our veterans, Andy, come back either serving abroad or or they're serving domestically. They're transitioning out of the military and they're going on to their next career. College may be one avenue that they want to explore, but there could be some challenges for our veterans going to college.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I think you hit it right on on the head. I mean, when you look at the numbers, um, a vast majority of our, our service members are going in because of the benefits. The uh, what the serv what their service can do for them at the at the end of that journey is provide them an opportunity to attend higher education and to make uh, make their life better. Um, so yeah, there, there's a lot of um, challenges. I, I think for us the at the University of Illinois in particular, our focus is on that transition and making that as smooth as we can. Um, I think the areas that we see that are most challenging are where to go, what to pick, you know, if uh, the military is great at at teaching us stuff and helping us along the way, but they're not, they're not uh, career or academic advisors. Um, And so a lot of these students um, have to make those decisions on their own. They have to figure it out on their own. So I think that's one of the the challenges they face right away.
0: Yeah, really good point. And and here I'm thinking about these soldiers, uh, depending on what area of of, uh, what branch they're in. They're in charge of millions of dollars of equipment, right? And they have all this expertise. They've been searching for mines and maybe the cyber warfare. And I would think that would translate very nicely to a career in technology or a career in some other vocation. Uh, let's talk about that, that transition, though, because you said there are no guidance counselors in the military, at least that I'm aware of, to kind of direct you. How do you find your way? What's the best – I know you're at the University of Illinois – um, but, but what's the best way to find your way to figuring out your next step?
1: Yeah, I think first and foremost is you know, I always recommend to anybody who's thinking about separating from service is, is give yourself time to think about it, understand what that really means. Um, the military is going to give you a five-day transition assistance program, five days for the rest of your life. Um, the military takes five days to train you how to drive up a truck. Why only five days to figure out who you are and what you're going to become on this next journey and so i think it's really important that the service members think about it what it means ask questions there's people out there who've done it they've done it successfully um there are people out there who've done it and not done it successfully get some help get some guidance ask those questions um so you can you can go in prepared um you know i hate to say it but there's a lot of organizations especially in higher education that are out there willing to take advantage of service members um, and the GI bill that they bring uh, because they're they are ill-prepared sometimes to make that best right decision for them so i think asking the questions and really having a plan for separation is important
0: and and should you talk to so put, putting yourself in them in the shoes of a veteran uh should should you talk to someone me who has done it and done it successfully because they all have I would imagine I've never not served in the military, but I've known plenty of people have, they have peers and, and, and we always seek out our peers. So is that, is that a way to find the right steps, you know, and should you start that when you're just thinking about retirement? So not when you turn in your papers to resign and and transition, I would imagine you need a a greater lead time to that.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. You absolutely do. And I think your peers are definitely a great source. Um, I think, you know, Ideal world, you're thinking about that transition as soon as you start. It sounds kind of, you know, maybe a little counterintuitive, but your military service will come at an end, no matter... Who you are, it will end at some point. So I think you have to have a plan for that. Um, there are a lot of wonderful organizations out there to help you bridge that gap between service and whatever those next steps are. Um, one of the ones that we're we're fond of, of working with is the Warrior Scholar Project. It's a it's a group that brings in um, recently separated or enlisted uh, service members who are about to separate and shows them what it looks like to go to college. They take them to you know top tier Ivy League level you know and top tier public schools. And give them a taste of what it feels like and shows them, hey, you belong here, you can make it, but also educates them on the best path to take or, or a path to take. Um, so I think there's uh, that organization is going to reach out to. There's other ones around um, service to school comes to mind, which helps student uh, prospective students figure it out. Um, but, yeah, there's there's a multitude of, of sources out there. It could be a little challenging to find them, so I think you know those service members are going to have to do a little work. I think your peer network is always a great one. You know, your 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 ranger buddy is never going to lead you astray, and so I think that's always a good place to start.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You don't leave a, you don't leave somebody behind. That's the old credo, right? Uh, well, Andy, I need to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about tips to help you transition as a military member into college. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Welcome back. We're joined this morning by Andrew Bender of the Shays Veterans Center. Andy, thanks so much for staying with us. Really appreciate you hanging around for segment number two this
1: morning. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, fun fun conversation. I'm learning a lot. I hope our uh, audiences as well. Andy, uh, you talked a little bit about the GI Bill. My understanding is that pays for some, if not all, of a four-year school. That's why a lot of our service members go in, because they get, they get this, uh, this significant benefit. Uh, one of the things that we have in the non-service member college world is student loan debt. Do, do military members who go back to school, even with the GI Bill, can they accrue student loan debt? Can they take, will they need to take student loans?
1: You know, it, it really depends on their journey and, and where they pick to go. Um, I, you know, I always recommend do the research. What uh, especially private institutions who out there offers incentives to veterans. Um, it could be in the form of credits, which uh, helps you you know reduce the time and cost spent. It can be uh, participation in the Yellow Ribbon Program, which reduces the cost of uh, in-state tuition for some private institutions. Um, and there's even uh, different states. You know, uh, have different. Um, uh, benefits and opportunities that'll provide a veteran the opportunity to to um, have a reduced cost. Um, it is definitely possible that loans are going to be in in the works, um, but there's a for, there's so many resources out there um, around the country, different universities, um, and I would say a lot of that money is left on the table because veterans aren't uh, service members aren't really looking for it or or not getting the right guidance to it.
0: I know you're at a prominent institution, but what about uh, junior college or, or community college? Is that yeah. an option? Because I, you know, going th- thinking back to my own journey, had I had taken two years and kind of gotten my associate's degree, maybe I wouldn't have. And I didn't waste time in college, but you know, it's hard to figure out where you want to go, and and you, and maybe at 30 or 40, you still don't know. So is that, a, is that an option?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the community college system is is such a great way to to get a head start, um, take care of some of those those entry level courses, maybe, or at least get a a plan, an idea of what you're going to do. Same same uh, goes. There's different opportunities, different resources. I definitely recommend as students uh, look at those community college options, see what kind of pathway programs there are with with follow on institutions. Just have a good plan of what you want to do with it once you go um, and start taking those classes.
0: And does it matter, we're talking about some tips this morning, and does it matter if you're a 30-year-old coming out of the service, you may have served 5, 10 years, maybe longer, versus a 40-year-old or a 50-year-old, different, you know, both wanting to go back to school, both wanting to have a different career, but may have come out of the military at a different time. Do those particular population, are there differences in how you want to maybe handle yourself if you're in, in one or different the, one of the different groups.
1: Yeah. I mean, from a resource perspective, you know, definitely look at what GI bill, what, what entitlements and benefits you're, you're, um, you're receiving because that there are differences between the different generations. I think in terms of your actual, you know, transition into higher education, it, it's about the culture, you know, recognize that it's different. Um, you know, it's universities and and colleges are are geared for 18 year old traditional students right out of high school Um, they don't always know how to handle a non-traditional student um, especially someone like a veteran who may like you said been around the world have led uh, people have been you know responsible for these very um, big things so you know it's it's go into understanding that you're going to be a little different but also understand you belong You've, you've earned the, the, the space um, and then use your strengths. Use what you've learned from your service. Use what you've learned from your life experiences to make it a better place. Um, I won't pretend it's easy. Um, all of our students from, you know, 25 to, to 35, they they sometimes struggle with that integration into a predominantly younger student um, disconnected from the military environment. But um, it's it's really important to, to understand that you're coming into a different place. Take the time to learn the languages, the 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 rules, the norms, and then more importantly, integrate. You know, find a place to connect and and reach out to those other veterans on campus to get that community um, as you build that new identity and that new way forward.
0: And Andy, last question: How important is uh, you, we talked about the transition from the military to college? How about the transition from college to getting that job? Uh, it, what? How important is are those services? A lot of. Universities, public private, even junior college have I don't know placements the right word, but they have mentorship to help guide you. Should you be looking at that, what is your first job going to be at a college? Maybe very different for a thirty year old who served versus a forty five year old who served?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I think um you know again, it's one of those things that go in with the plan. you don't don't go to uh, college or or university without some idea of what you want to do next. Um, You don't have to necessarily have it ironclad in terms of I want to be you know, this, doing this at a company, particular company, but have a plan. Uh, every university is going to have some kind of career services where they can help you, can assist you with internships. Um, I, and I would venture to say most most uh, institutions are going to have someone who specializes in assisting veterans as well. Um, also take advantage of the great VA benefits out there, um, vocational um, support that the VA offers, and even a lot of local communities will have specific veteran or military related um, programs to assist in that area.
0: Yeah, really, really important. And there, I think that the lesson I took away is, is one, be open-minded, but also, too, there's a lot of benefits out there if you just open your eyes a little bit, talk to your peers. Andy, we're going to have to leave it there. Great talking to you. It's a great topic. I hope so many people take advantage of the of the college opportunity, and we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon.
1: Well, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. Uh, it, was, it was a great time. Thank you.
0: And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle wellness finance tech, so much more and all in one place. That's right, one place. Check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content? Then visit our website. We're back again tomorrow with another edition of BRNAM. We'll have a very special guest and, of course, Another important topic until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. On, two, now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic